Good morning. Today is the 27th of Elul, and it's also September 16th. We are going to be learning for Tuesday and Wednesday, Shlishi and Ravi, a Parshas Hazinu. It's second to the last Parsha of the entire Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu is talking to the Jewish people. It's a song. Uh, what happens today, we're going to learn about what happens when the Jewish the Jews are blessed, but then they turn on God. God, Moshe tells them he settled them in high places. That's the land of Israel and gave them the eat of grape, of ripe produce. The land of Israel, the produce ripens quicker. He led them suckle honey from rock. That means that even the date figs, when they needed to get it at one time, there was a vat full of honey. In there was the date figs and oil from the hard rock. Um, he gave them butter and cattle and milk from flocks and fat of choice of sheep and bashan breed rams and he goats with fat of kidney like kernels of wheat. You drink juice of grapes, tasting of good wine. This is different times, times of King Solomon and times of the Ten Tribes. All these tremendous blessings that were going on in the land of Israel at that time. What happened? But, but Yeshurun, the Jewish people, grew fat and kicked rebelliously. You grew fat, became obese, and you covered yourselves with fat. They abandoned God who made them into a, to a nation and showed contempt for the rock of their salvation. So the Jewish people you know, turned out of wealth. They turned against God. And that's uh, many times, unfortunately, that happens. Uh, p- people become wealthy and forget where, the, where, where they, their blessing comes from. Although we all want to be blessed with that challenge and, and pass it. They roused his zealous anger with foreign idols. They, they angered him with abominable acts, um, etc. Sorcery and all these different sexual acts that improper um, they sacrificed de- to demons that have no pur- purpose, gods that they did not previously know, new idols that were only recently worshipped, of which your fathers had no no fear. Um, basically, worthless idols. Even the nations of the world, which, when they see these idols, say, this is a Jewish idol. They did like out of the weird stuff, things that your fathers didn't know. In other words, another interpretation, it means that your hair didn't stand up from fear to go against God and to do that. Um, you ignored the rock who bore you and forgot God who brought you out of your womb. That's the continue of, of Moshe's rebuke to the Jewish people. Um, when you, when God wants to do good to you, you make him angry and you weaken his, uh, and, and basically you provoke him to anger and as it were, weakened his power so that he could not do good. As if to say, and basically, who brought you out of the womb, you're going against God, who brought you out of the womb, like a woman giving, uh, having childbirth. So that was uh, Tuesdays, and then go straight into Wednesday, what happens to the Jewish people? And Ravi, the eternal, observed this, and was infuriated, infuriated due to the anger that his sons and daughters caused him. He said, let me make myself as if oblivious to them, and see what kind of, and they have, for they are a generation that causes transformation of my will, children who have none of my upbringing. In other words, God says, let's see what's going to happen to them, because uh, they make my goodwill turn into anger. In other words, my, my bringing them up, my rearing of them is not recognizable in them. What's what they said initially at Mount Sinai, that we will do and ask second, do first. And they forgot, and they stopped their, their, their promise, and they, they brought the, the golden calf. They aroused my zealous anger with something that has no divine power and angered me with their futilities. So I will provoke them to anger with a people of no repute and anger them with a foolish nation. 
you know, God is telling them, as Rashi says, that they roused my zealous anger with something that has no divine power, that's idol worshippers. And he says, I'm going to bring them a people of no repute. In other words, with idol worshipping nations that have no reputation, basically he says. Uh, and anger them with a foolish nation. These are the heretics. Uh, for, for in my anger fire blazed and it burned them down to the lower depths. It consumed their land and its produce and set ablaze the cities, the cities situated on mountains. As Rashi explains, Katcha uh, means fire blazed and vatikat and it burned in your midst to the very foundations, uh, consuming the land and its produce. In other words, your land and its increase and uh, set this ablaze uh, the city situated on mountains. In other words, Jerusalem that is founded on the mountains, as it is said, Jerusalem mountains are round about it. I will heap upon them bad things. I will use all my arrows against them. Rashi explains this means I will I will join evil to evil, having the same esva having uh, in other words in the core more e- more evil to come upon them. Um, I will use my all my arrows against them. In other words, there will be no arrows left. This curse, according to the words in which the punishment is expressed, implies a blessing. My arrows will come to an end, but they themselves will not come to an end. In other words, they will never be exterminated. They will become hairy from hunger, battle-beaten by demons, and smitten by the destruction of the Mariri demon. Even the teeth of domesticated animals I will incite against them, together with the fury of reptiles. So again... These are all the things that God's going to bring on the Jewish people. Uncle um, um, renders this, by, as Rashi brings, by swollen by famine. In other words, hairy from hunger. I have, I have, however, says Rashi, no conceiving proof for this meaning. In the name of Rabbi Huda, the preacher of Tolosi, I've heard that it is the same as hairy through hunger, for a mas- emaciated person grows much hair on his flesh. Um, Nechum Eresh is battle beaten by demons. This means that uh, the, uh, this means that demon demons fight with them, and and uh, and fly upwards. And there are the demons. The Ketev Meridi and smitten by destruction. Meridi demon. The word Ketev denotes cutting off destruction, as in Hosea, I will be your destruction, O grave. The Shenbamos, the domesticated animals, will also bite. And it happened once that lambs bit people and caused their death. Uh, along with the f- fury of reptiles, Rashi says the fury of reptiles, in other words, the poison of serpents that crawl on their bellies upon the ground as the water trickles upon the ground. Outside the city, the enemy's sword will bereave them, and in the recesses of their hearts they will feel dread, even boys and girls, nursing infants and old men. Says Rashi, in the recesses of the hearts they will feel dread. When one flees and escapes, the recesses of his heart will vehemently beat out of the dread. He will gradually die through this. Another explanation is, In the house there will be the fear of pestilence. As it says in Jeremiah, For the death is come up into our windows. So too did Unklus translate it. Another explanation of this means, The sword shall destroy them on account of what they have done in the streets. What does that mean? According to the number of the streets of Jerusalem, have you set up altars to the shameful thing on account of what they have done in the innermost chambers of their houses? As it is said, have you seen what the elders of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in his marbled 
chambers. I set, I said to myself, I will cast them away as if ownerless. Let me erase their memory from mankind. Says Rashi, means I said, in my heart, I will afa them. One may explain afam to mean I would make them as pay, in other words, as grain left in the corner of the field to cast them away from me as something free to all. Okay. I would have done this, in other words, destroy them, were it not that the enemy's anger was built up against them to destroy them, and they, their adversaries, would misinterpret their victory. They would say, our power is mighty, and it was not the Eternal who made all this happen. In other words, uh, were it not for the, that the wrath of the enemy was heaped up against them to destroy them, and if he does overpower them and destroy them, he would attribute the greatness to himself and to his God. He will not attribute it to me. And that's why God said, I will not destroy the Jewish people. For the enemy is a nation who are abusers of good advice, and they have no perception. Says Rashi, it, um, for the nation is a nation who are abusers of good advice, and they have no perception. For if they were wise, they would understand how could one pursue a thousand, as we're going to continue learning tomorrow. That's the conclusion of today's lesson. An in- interesting thought on this week's Torah portion. On today's lesson that we learned, God says this is this nation are like children that are uneducated children. With the lesson that no matter how much they anger, the, uh, the Jewish people anger God, ultimately it's like a relationship between parent and child. The child can anger them, but ultimately they will be overcome all those challenges and stay strong together. Same thing with the Jewish people, so we might as well do what Hashem says and follow God. Because ultimately God has us as her, His children and will always be our Father in Heaven. May He bless everyone with a healthy and happy and sweet new year, and most important blessing with Mashiach now. Amen.